yo, what's up, everybody? What up? Hey, this is another episode of Fire and Ice. I'm Carlton with the Heat, and um, we don't have the ice. We don't have the cool today, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have the hell. Yes, I'm Bria. I'm back again. <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome back, Bria. Uh, Man is off this week. He's off handling some work stuff. So, but Bria is graciously stepping in to uh, take his place to, to calm me down. I guess we need it. Yes, I will be doing that. <laughs> How's your week been so far? Had a great week. Cool. Nothing productive, but it was a good week. <laughs> you just did some makeup tutorial. What do you mean not productive? Well, that's every week, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing major happened in my life this week. But makeup is like every day now. Yeah. So, how's that going? Like, how's that process going for you? pretty good i'm learning some things i'm able to pick out from my pictures what i need to work on work on so that's like my main objective okay that's what's up um so when you put these videos are you like getting good responses or how's everything going with that yeah i do um i have some instagram friends i have not met them but i feel like we are best friends and they'll send me questions on how to do this or can I make a tutorial doing my eyebrows but I had an allergic reaction to hemp milk um last Tuesday so yesterday was my first day back into some makeup and is that hemp milk hemp milk what's hemp milk um it's made from hemp seeds um I was trying to make a protein smoothie and I didn't want to use almond milk well I was using almond milk but I wanted to mix it in with hemp milk okay it makes it it gives it a thick creamy texture almost like a milkshake okay um I eat hemp seeds on my salads at home when I make it so I didn't think there would be a allergic reaction but yeah my face was horrible uh, yeah it was bad but I'm back that's good I was good to hear that you're back I was good um well my week um actually I, i'm i'm kind of i guess getting my energy back i had a really uh busy weekend tell us about that weekend <laughs> um let's see so saturday i was in charlotte i was in charlotte filming for brotherhood mm-hmm. for season three. i was in charlotte doing that then i had to go into actor mode because i'm also in a show called north cac mm-hmm so the director wanted me to do an additional scene, so I had to leave. I got done with my filming, went to his set, filmed that, and then had to drive, come back to Augusta. Then wake up Sunday, went to church, because um, I knew this was gonna be like the last time I'll be going to church, like within the next few weeks, because mm-hmm. I'll be like basically filming every weekend from now on. Um, so I went to church, and then I um, got on the road went to Atlanta. Cause I had to film for Brotherhood again, yeah, and also busy. yes, yes. Also, had to, and then we had our uh, our cast table read for my first feature uh, film. I saw that. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, it was really exciting. Later on in the show, I'm actually gonna play um, our promo uh, for you guys, so y'all can actually hear it. You want? Uh, we'll put the link. Uh, I'll have main when he puts the episode up. I haven't put the link in the uh, description so that we can actually watch it. Okay. But I want you guys to hear it because again, we are um, we're right now we're doing crowd fundraising. Um, you know, to just take care of some other things that we need to take care of with the film. But the film is called The Oath, um, and it's basically about uh, the sad narrative that we've you know we've been seeing over the last few years. A young African American um, man get shot and killed by the police. Mm-hmm. And the difference, though, with this story is that you're seeing it from five different viewpoints okay. as far as, like, the aftermath of it. 
uh, what happens next. Because a lot of times we get so caught up in the let's get justice for this mm-hmm. death, which is important, obviously. But a lot of times there's so much other things happening when it comes to events like these. So you get the perspective from the family. Um, a lot of times the family's forgotten about because like we um, we get so again we get so amped about let's get justice and this isn't right, but this family member, you know, they lost somebody. It's yeah. like a, it's a death. So it's like they're dealing with mourning someone that's in their family they're not gonna get back. So a lot of times, and a lot of times they're forgotten about. Like you know, they got funeral costs they still gotta take care of. Um, you know, other things that may have been left behind that you know, un, you know, when a sudden loss happens, you're not thinking about all oh, these bills or different things like that. So definitely not. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they have they, but they still have to pick up the pieces because just because somebody dies, I mean the bills stop. So, um, things like that. So, we deal with that. We deal with the police officer's perspective. Basically, what goes on in your mind when you think you have to react that way? So, it's kind of like you kind of get in their side of... And also, too, with law enforcement, something you have, we have, you know, you have white officers and black officers. Mm-hmm. So, you have this black officer who is conflict, conflicted because, yes, his partner um, killed someone, but it's like... How do you handle that when you're supposed to have your partner's back? And then, but at the same time, it's like you're a black man, so it's like you know something's off. Yeah. So like different things like that. So that's that perspective. Um, the church, which we don't often see, because it's like the church, it's like it's a you know, especially if you're a a mixed congregational church, mm-hmm. not an all black church or all white church. It's like you have mixed viewpoints in that church. So as a pastor, what do you do when things like this happen? Like. Because you can ruffle some feathers. And a lot of times, too, I mean, not all pastors are like this, but most pastors, well, not most, I should say most. There are some pastors who think more about money than people. So if you if you do take a stand, you lose money because people are going to leave the church. So you see that viewpoint. Um, you also see the protesters. Cause there's different sides to that. You got people who were like, rah, 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 like, let's go, just, just do what they did to us. Let's do them what they did to us. And you have people that really want to see change, but they want to do it in a slow, peaceful way. So it's like, you got that angle. And then lastly, you have the news, which I thought was important because I used to work in news. Um, I was a producer, but there are a lot of components that go into putting a newscast together. And there are a lot of components going into what you have to think about when you're doing something to this magnitude. Cause again, you have a mixed audience. You have, advertisers that pay for the news making sure it stays on make sure the station keeps the lights on so it's a lot of things that go on and uh, people don't really realize it so okay. so, so you're giving us all the viewpoints yes that's good we all need to see all that i think it's important again not not to necessarily sway you because at the end of the day um killing someone unlawfully is wrong like that's not we're not the point of the movie is not to sway you. Say, oh well, maybe there's a no. That's not what we're doing. But we do want you to see just all the things that happens when something like this. It's kind of like Crash. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the inspiration that was behind me writing the film. Okay. So um, just seeing the different, and of course I love multi-layered stories. And I love a whole a big cast story. So I just wanted to do that with this film. We had to read through, like I said, we had to read through for that, and it was like it was just really good. I didn't really get to, um, I sit down and listen because mm-hmm. I was uh, doing the camera, like recording or table read. But the moments that I did get to kind of just enjoy the moment, it was like it was just really surreal. Actually, um, excuse me, um, hearing 
the words that I wrote. And if you, I know people like, well, you do web series, you do it all the time, you should be used to it. But I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. This is different. It was definitely a different feeling because I'm not, I'm not necessarily like in charge of the of the project. Like I'm just like I'm a writer. I'm, and I'm one of the producers, but I'm not like directing. Okay. So it's a different type of feel for me right now. So. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to we start filming next month. So I'm looking forward to um, just enjoying the journey, learning. Um, learning the process and, 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 and you know, just making the best work of art that we can make. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, speaking of, we weren't speaking of awards, but we're speaking awards <laughs> to this existence for this film. But the big awards that happened um, this past weekend were the Grammys. Um, definitely something that most people tune into. Um, being that not I, all. Yeah, but not all, but most people... <laughs> Being that I had a really busy weekend, clearly I missed it. Um, I was on the road back. To, well, no, I was still during, I was still in the read through when the Grammy started, came on, and I was on the way back. I guess when it went off. But the funny thing was, when I got back, it was still on. Like <laughs> I think I got, I got back around my eleven ish to Augusta, and I looked, and I was like, people still talking about it on Facebook. It's still on. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna watch the last thirty minutes of it. So I'm just gonna eat my little dinner, and then I'm going to bed. Um, but I needless to say, clearly I missed it. Bria, did you watch the Grammys? I did not watch the Grammys. Were you? Was there a particular reason why you're not? We didn't watch the Grammys, or uh, you just didn't want to? I just wasn't interested in watching it. Okay. Not that I was a part of the boycott, but okay. So yeah, um, school me in on this. I I didn't know there was a boycott with the Grammys. I missed all that. Yeah, it was a boycott. Um. Several people didn't show up, and they didn't think Drake was going to show up, but apparently he did to accept his award. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it's because black people feel like we have been overlooked for so long with the Grammys. Um, Mm -hmm. I read an article where they were saying, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce were nominated for, like, nine awards one year and went home empty-handed, or she should have won best song for Lemonade or something and didn't get that. So it's just people getting tired of getting overlooked and was like, hey, we're not going to show up. Okay. I have a mixed opinion about that. You have a mixed opinion. Not not, <laughs> not that black people, no, black people definitely have been overlooked. But what I'm saying is that just be, okay, I had it worded perfectly when I was like in my bed. And I was thinking about this. Um, how do we gonna talk about? I guess awards because I know Drake. Um, he came, he came, mm-hmm. and his acceptance speech was about you don't need this to be validated. Yeah. And of course, the speech got cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, but they claim a lot of other people' uh, speeches got cut off because it was a three-hour show. But that, that show was, was one speech you should have let ride. Yeah, 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 and no. I feel like you know that you got a time limit. I feel like no, no, seriously. And I'm not trying to be funny. So if you if you have a political speech that you want to say, mm-hmm. I feel like you should go ahead and say it. Like go ahead and just let that be the first thing you say because you know you got a limited time. Mm-hmm. So get up there with that mindset to be like, okay, I got, I know, I want to say this, I want to make a point. I'm as soon as I get to the mic, yo, you don't need this. This don't validate you. Good night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just cause yeah. you, but then because you know, but then also to that testament, you know because if you this you're dissing the Grammys. They're gonna try to cut you off, but like I said, just go ahead and spit it out. 
Like you get up there and kind of trying to be chill and cool with it. It's like you that's your time. As soon as you as soon as they say your name, your time has started. Mm-hmm. So you need to hurry up, get on that stage, say what you got to say, and then keep it pushing. Don't have a seat. Yeah. So <laughs> I felt like, um, but no, of course they, they obviously cut it off because he was dissing the Grammys. I mean, clearly, that's obvious. Um, here's the thing I have to say about this. It's 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 easy for you to say that you don't need this to validate you as you hold the very award that you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm 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 on all seriousness because even in, in, in my industry and like my where I'm at locally, not just locally but it's independent I should say. Um, you know, there have been times that I felt like I should have got no got should have won for something. And it's easy for you to be like, get home, but like, you know what? You don't need that to validate you. You keep pushing. It's like it's 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 it seems like sometimes it's convenient for people to say that when they feel like they're the ones that's been shorthanded. shorthanded. Or again, if you've already won this award, like I mean, I mean, granted, Beyonce's had several Grammys. Jay Z has several Grammys. Drake has. I mean, they already got these Grammys, so it's kind of like it's easy for you to say. Versus somebody who's never won a Grammy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, if somebody, like, it's like let's say, who well, does who does great work and has never won a Grammy? Jayco um, made his point. Who? Jayco. Okay. Jayco's never won a Grammy? No. Okay, good. Okay, so Jayco's never won a Grammy. I feel like it would be easy. I would more so be like, okay, I feel you if he said it. Because Jay-Z is a, I'm not Jay-Z. Jayco is an amazing artist. He's an amazing lyricist. His music is dope. And it's unfortunate that he's not one. Right. So I feel like for him, to, if he were to say, you know, you don't need this to validate you as an artist. You can still make great music. Okay, I, I can I can get behind you on that. Because it's like you you haven't really gained anything from the Grammys yet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, with Drake saying it to me, I mean, yeah, he made a good point. But it's like, sir, you got Grammys, though. Are you going to give them back? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. So I mean, I'm gonna accept this award, and <laughs> that's gonna be it. I'm let you know you don't need this now. <laughs> I just, I just like, I, I get the point. I get it. I, I, I'm gonna be real. True. I didn't know there was a boycott though, because I was like, somebody. I think somebody else said it yesterday too. Those like that boycott. I was like, when? Yeah, I missed it. <laughs> um. And like I said, I'm not necessarily I, I wasn't boycotting. I just I was working, so I that's why I missed it. But I will say this: I did watch the Grammys in 20 minutes. I watched it last night. Uh, just to, we're recording Tuesday, so Monday. I, rec- I, I um I watched it Monday. I had watched it this morning because I had to be able to talk about Cardi B with my friend. Yes, we'll definitely <laughs> talk about her in a second. Um, I just I'm kind of with you. I just wasn't like. I wasn't really like super hyped. First of all, not nothing against Alicia, but when they said she was hosting, I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, yeah, it's just been so much around the Grammys, like Kevin mm-hmm. Hart not being able to host it, and he did well though. He did the Oscars. Oh, it was the Oscars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I don't really think I ever been big on the Grammys. Mm. Mm. Is it because you're not really like a music? No, I'm really into music okay, for its R and B and um, some rap, but. Mm. Uh, the award shows it's a little drawn out. <laughs> I, um, yeah, that three hours is a long time. And just imagine, well, no, that's live. I about to say because some of the I've been to an award show that's been taped. I went to the the um, UNCF United Negro College Fund mm-hmm. award show. Oh, that was 
it took forever. I was like, and then like I said, this is tape. So what y'all see on TV is the edited version, like just sitting in the audience and waiting and changing the <laughs> the backdrops and all this other stuff. It just be like, all right, hurry up. Um, a lot of their voices don't sound good live mm. on the show. Like, um, Sean Mendez' performance came up on YouTube this morning, and mm. I like that song that he sings, but um, he didn't do too good on it. Mm. What's the, what's the lady name? Her name is like Dio Dio Lupa. Um, Dio. Yeah, I don't know her though. Yeah, I, I she got a song called "I Got Rules." I like that song. I know I don't think that's the title of the song, but uh, she sung a song yesterday that I've heard before on the radio, but it just sounded weird. Yeah, it was just kind of it was kind of weird. I was like, yeah, um. Yeah, I, um, like I said, again, I just feel like, just back to the validation thing, again, you don't, I do agree, like I said, you don't need to necessarily need an award to validate you, your worth, and validate the work that you do. Um, And then I saw a post about people saying how, because everybody know Cardi B won Best Rap Album, mm-hmm. which congratulations to her, shout out to Cardi. Um, she actually made history because she's the first female rap artist to win Best, um, Best Rap Album, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So, shout out to Cardi. Um, Marty Gang. Um, but it's like people will get of course people just can't let the girl enjoy a war. She just they just can't let her. I was like, bring somebody else into it. I was like, guys, <laughs> stop. But even BET got in on that. I saw that. I was like, <laughs> what the who, I, I think oh, you know what? You know how you have for people who don't know, guys, there is a certain there is a a person or maybe a couple of people running the social media accounts of these uh networks yeah so it's not like the president is like tweeting this stuff or whatever so it was somebody i, I, I assume somebody who was drunk that night <laughs> <laughs> and they are a big cardi fan and decided to facebook or tweet whatever that nikki got dragged by her last friend With or something like that of cardi yeah it was just winning her award <laughs> too much but I, I i saw a post that was uh you know, they were talking about how, you know, it's all about popularity as far as people winning. Because, mm-hmm. like, if, you, if you're if you a known artist versus somebody who um, has an album that may be better, but, you know, you're not really that known, of course, the popular person is probably going to end up winning that award. Which, again, I can agree with because even, again, in my in my arena, you know, and then a lot of times, I know I get on people's nerves as far as I be asking people to vote. For you, you know, vote for me or whatever for different things yeah. or whatever. So it's like, of course, when the war shows happen, um, and our, on our level, it definitely is a popularity contest because again, it's the, it, the more votes you have, that means you're gonna win. So it doesn't necessarily mean that your work is better. It's just the fact that you got more people that know who you are and they're gonna, you Don't know, worry. vote for you. And I think even with this, with the Grammys and the Grammys, Oscars or whatever, and all these other awards, it's 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 kind of the same thing, just on a, on a, a more elite level, I guess. Um. Because the year that Beck won that award, I think his name is Beck, and Be- I think it was against Beyonce. Probably was. Um, and of course Kanye West got up there, and then you know, acted a donkey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, and a lot of people was you know, and, and to me, I, I remember that year because I was kind of upset about that. I wasn't upset about Beyonce not winning because I was like, again, she's got Grammys, like, you good girl. But I just felt like. I, don't, I never like for people to take somebody else's moment. I, I can't stand it. I think that's the one of the rudest things you could ever do. Um, and and like, especially for me, I feel like Kanye had no really no right to do that. That's not it's not your award. 
you know, they don't rock with you like that anyway because <laughs> of who you married to. So I feel like he was trying to get cool points for that. Um, but I said that to say just because it's, and sometimes it's about the it's sometimes about the artistry. And I feel like not a lot of people knew who Beck was. I hope I'm saying his name right. I feel like I'm going to get chewed out because I feel like it's wrong. Was it Beck? I think it's Beck. It was Taylor Swift. No, that was MTV. When oh, that was up. MTV? Yeah, that was MTV Awards. <laughs> but Kanye did it again at the Grammys, too. He was like, I'm sorry, but Lemonade was the best or whatever uh. he said. But I believe it was Beck. And Beck, because he was saying how he, he plays like all these instruments and stuff. And mm-hmm. that amazed me because I was like, wow, you play like 25, 26 instruments. That's like dope. I can only play like three. So, um, but I said this to say, just because sometimes you're not a popular artist doesn't mean you don't necessarily mean that you that you don't have the best body of work. Yeah. Um, and and that's to say, just because let's just say let's just say Beyonce were to have won, right? Mm-hmm. My from my understanding is Lemonade is not even like her best body of work, from what I've heard. Um, I can't really say I'm not a Beyonce fan. Oh, you're not. Did no. we have this conversation already? No, we okay. haven't. Um. I listen to her mainstream music okay. that's out on the radio, or if my friend put it on, then I'll listen to it, uh-huh. but I can't really compare her music to something else that she's done, because I really don't know. Gotcha. I mean, gotcha. I can compare Lemonade to um, If I Was a Boy, mm. or Halo, or something like that, because I feel like those were some of her top ballads that mm. I like, but... Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say I, I'll just say this. I, and I I haven't listened to Lemonade. I really don't have a desire. Um, because I mean, it's kind of like a nothing wrong with female empowerment. I think that's wonderful. Woman empowerment, I think that's great. But I think it's more for the album's more for women. Mm-hmm. I think, from what I understand. Yeah, from what everyone um, says. Yeah. So I just didn't. I didn't really. That didn't, I feel like that album didn't care to me as far as me listening to it. So this is the album where she was talking about Jay Z. Yes. Oh, see, I ain't been through that type of hurt yet, so maybe that's why I haven't listened to it. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good. Point. But back to what I was saying. Basically, if Beyonce would have won, doesn't that if she would for her versus someone who actually had like who's not as popular, obviously, but that had a better body of work. Just because Beyonce would have won that Grammy doesn't necessarily mean that her work is better than the person that didn't win. Yeah. And I just feel like, again, just even back with the awards, I don't know how people were saying, well, just because Cardi won doesn't mean that her work is better than uh, who she was up against. She was up against um, Nipsey, Hu- Nipsey Hussle. Uh-huh. I think I'm saying his name right. Nipsey, yeah, Nipsey Hussle. I know she was up against um, my boy, what's his name? Uh, they had the song, Grinding. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, where's Main when I need him? Um, but yeah, I can't think of his name. He had he was dissing Drake. Yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> this is live, folks. This is live. We were trying to find this information. I cannot think of his name. Oh, that's crazy. But she was up Pusha T. Pusha T. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She was up against Pusha T. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Um, some other people. But uh. But yeah, I mean, but she, but people were saying that she really won because you know she was, she was, you know, she's known, she's like really popular or whatever, and that might be the case. But I, I, I feel, mean, we know um, Nipsey Hussle. She was up against Mac Miller. Mac Miller, that's another one. Oh, Travis did you Scott and Pusha T? Okay, did you see that about Ariana Grande writing that tweet and then erasing it? No, what did Bas- Ponytail do? 
she basically was when I guess when when Cardi B won, she was like unbelievable or something. She wrote something, but then she erased it because because you know she used to date Mac Miller, uh, you know whatever, blah blah. But okay, anyway. I mean that's how we should feel about Quincy winning and over the Whitney um film. Mm. I feel like this was Whitney's birth um birthday. We should have just gave it to her, but we didn't. They gave it to Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, I just feel like people. I just, I just like people to enjoy their. I want people to let people enjoy their moment. Yeah, we didn't let Cardi enjoy. No, I don't. And, and Paul Gershon erased the Instagram. Cause and I feel like again, people love to say that you know she doesn't write her own raps or all this other stuff, whatever. But there's a lot of so people that don't write their she own stuff. She delivered the lines. But the point is, she works. I don't care about. I'm free person. I don't care about who writes your rhymes. I don't care if you can deliver it and you and you make me believe you. You can entertain me, and I can like rock to your music or whatever. I'm cool with it. I don't care. Like let the girl. I'm, I like let her live. And also too, you don't have to bring other people into the situation. You have to drag somebody just to bring somebody up. I feel like people bringing Nikki into this situation, and I'm even bringing it to her because I'm I'm talking about it, but it's unnecessary. It is. You know she what I'm saying? Had nothing I, to do with it. She, nothing. She had no parts of Cardi album, so nothing. Hey, why like, are we discussing I just, her? Because people just want to. People just want to see drama. They want to yep. see a war. They want to see all this other stuff. And I just feel like it's just so unfortunate that we can't. I was telling my sister, I was, I would love to see. I was, I'm, I'm on this little Kim kick right now. I'm just listening to a lot of little Kim raps, and I'm just kind of just nothing. You know, just I just because I want to. And I was listening to Ladies Night, and I said it would be so dope if. The, the female MCs of today would do like a ladies' night. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to happen. Nope. Because people are so me for me. And it's all about competition. I'm the best and we the best and all this other stuff. It's like you don't see that. That unity that was back in the 90s, like that was so dope. And I, again, I was too young to really appreciate it. Um, sometimes I wish I was older in the 90s so I can kind of really appreciate the music and the artistry of of what 90s music was about, but... We did have a lot of collabs. Yes. A lot. A lot, man. I'm talking, we got... I would love to see a ladies first of the generation. I would love to see a, a self-destruction like, of this of this um generation. Like, because it's, so it's so much social injustice and so much unrest going on. We got all these artists. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, um, Pusha T, Drake. Like, all these, these great... Nicki Minaj, Cardi, like all these great MCs. It's like y'all can come together and do something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, ever again, nobody wants to be the first one to say, hey, let's do it. Everybody wants to Everybody wants to just be for themselves. And I just feel like that's such an injustice. I feel like it's, it's sad. It is. So, but I, um, like I said, just, you know, shout out, to, shout out to y'all. Speaking of boycotting, and I want to talk about this too. Um, because, of course, the big thing is... Um, well, that was like well last weekend was the, the, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I I posed this question. I said, okay, NFL is over, right? So okay. we're supposed to be as a people boycotting the NFL. Um, what happens now? <laughs> the NFL is over. So what are we what are we doing now? And this is what. And again, I don't I don't I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we shouldn't boycott the NFL. If that's, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, though. I mean, like I said, if you want to watch it, cool, great. I don't watch NFL because I'm not into football. So, for me, I felt like boycotting wouldn't really do anything. I'm not sacrificing anything. Yeah. Boycott's about sacrificing. 
What are you sacrificing to make a difference? For me, we're not watching football. That doesn't do anything for me. That's that's my regular Sunday. So, I you know that is that. But for people who are, and for people who are chapping boycotting, what are we doing now? So NFL season's over. So what's next? What are we doing the rest of the year? How are we affecting change? If you're if you're going solely on boycotting the NFL. You didn't get any answers because they're not doing anything. That's, you know? I just, I just, I'm just curious. And then, and if anybody listening today wants to chime in, you could. I don't know Max's email address. He always says it. Um, but if you want to go to the More Than the Masters podcast on SoundCloud and sound off and post a comment, please do so. Or you can come to my page on my Facebook page or Instagram page or post a comment. I mean, you might not get the nicest response, but you. <laughs> I'm just playing. I, I, I respond nicely, but um. But no, seriously, in all seriousness, I just want to know because, again, I'm all about, uh, my, my grandfather was a, was a part of a, a civil rights movement, and my aunt, you know, and they, uh, like again, I always say this, I've heard stories about things that they've done, about how they were a part of effective change and actually organized change. So I just feel, I just feel like all this is unorganized. It's just like drop a dime. It's like boycott. And I, I think people don't really understand why we're boycotting mm-hmm. or why we're supposed to. I think it's a lot of bandwagoning. It is, but um, so many people have jumped on it and like taken it and turned it. Like mm-hmm. we don't even know what started it anymore. Right. Well, if I'm, I'm not if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I felt like it started with Kaepernick kneeling because of you know the injustice of black people getting killed by police. Yep. So he kneeled. During the national anthem, mm-hmm. because if you listen to the national anthem, it's really not a good song. It's not. So he decided to kneel to protest, you know, just to kind of just bring awareness. And so people didn't like that. And so the next, I guess, the next football term, he didn't get hired. <laughs> so basically, I guess people were saying that he was discriminating, uh, discriminated against for taking a stand. And so then people were like, all right, we're going to boycott the NFL to make sure. So we're going to boycott the NFL until y'all give Kaepernick his job back. That's what I think. I think that's what the, I think that's what the, the, that, the, the groups, it. that was it? Okay. I want to make sure because you're right. I feel like, again, it's been so convoluted. Nobody really understands, okay, why are we doing what we're doing? And that's also an issue because if you don't understand the why, then you don't, you're not going to understand the how. So, yeah, I just think we got to get back to the roots of being organized and really uh, communicating what are we doing. And that's what I just want to know. What are we doing? Because it's not working. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just, I mean, yeah, okay. So, and then, you, and then you can't just get excited about one thing and feel like you did something. No, there's more. You got to keep pushing. So, basically, the Super Bowl, this was like the ratings were, lo- were low. Okay. So, I'm like, okay. People still made their money though. And then also too, y'all gotta realize every time y'all tweet about it or hashtag something, it still counts. This is a new era. <laughs> it's all about social media now. So it's like every time you tag or tweet or whatever, it still it still equals money for somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you're not if you're gonna boycott, boycott fully. You can't say I'm boycotting NFL and you still tweet about it, that's my team. You can't say I'm boycotting the NFL if you keep saying 
I hope the Saints lose. Or you can't boycott the NFL if you say, I'm going to watch the halftime show, but I'm not watching the game. No, you're still watching the game. That still count, Right. So if you're going to fully do it, do it. And also, too, for people who are doing it, don't get on people who are not. Because at the end of the day, there's something that you're not doing. Yeah, I boycotted the NBA. I haven't watched it since Kobe announced his retirement. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, too, I think a lot of people were doing it because of celebrity. If your oh, favorite celebrity is doing it, then it's like, okay. Or not even your favorite celebrity. If celebrities in general are doing it, you're going to ride the wave. Let me do it, yeah. too. And, again, I'm going to say this. I might be wrong. Whatever. It's my show. I can say what I want. Um, I feel like it's easy for you, just like the Grammys, it's easy for you to say this doesn't validate you if you have one already. It's easy for people to boycott something if it doesn't directly affect their bottom line. Mm-hmm. Y'all acting like Kaepernick is broke. He's not. He's definitely not. He's still getting picked up for endorsements for other things. So, I feel like, again, it's easy for you to tell me, if it directly affects, like, if you tell me boycott something, and it directly affects me, but the indirectly, like, if it doesn't affect you, it doesn't change your, your um, cost of living or whatever, it's easy for you to tell me to do something if it's, you know, if we're on two different areas or two different streams of income or whatever. You know, again, football doesn't directly affect me. So, again, you telling me to do that doesn't do anything. Um, but, again, if we're going to protest or we're going to boycott, it needs to be effective. It needs to be um, organized. And it needs to be and there needs to be some form of communication. Everybody got to be on the same page. Yep, like the people that were boycotting or burning the Nike apparel because they endorsed Kaepernick. Nike already made their money. Exactly. didn't do anything. That was dumb. That would that did nothing. Got to be on one accord. That did, Make it count. That, that didn't count. That that definitely did. And then I, well, the people that were doing that, that they were just dumb. Like that was some, I guess, dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was that was stupid. That was that, that. Those people, y'all, y'all shouldn't have protested that. That was that was stupid. I don't know what the point of that was. Um. But also, too, speaking of boycott, and we have another recent boycott that we've been called to do by T.I. We are supposed to be boycotting Gucci Gucci. now. Gucci, yeah. Yes. Blackface. Yes, let's talk about that real quick. Um, For those of you who do do not know, y'all been sitting in the dark, no pun intended. Um, Basically, Gucci did a sweater Mm -hmm. or a turtleneck or whatever. And basically, you you put the turtleneck up to your mouth. And it has like red lips around it to where like it looks like you're a blackface. Mm-hmm. So it was horrible. It you know, and I looked at it, and it's not. First of all, it's not even cute. Like that's not. It's let's let's be let's be one hundred percent clear. That's that looks ugly. Um, but second of all, it's 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 all wrong. Like stop it. I, and I put this post on Facebook. Why stop with the blackface? Like why do why do we have to tell you? That that's wrong. And the thing is, they know it's wrong. They just do it because they do it. I feel like this is what's happening. They're doing the blackface, and it's causing an uproar. The more uproar, the more the more popular, I guess, it becomes, mm-hmm. or the more relevant it becomes. And, of course, people are going to people, – people flock to drama. People flock to that stuff. So for people that obviously are, are okay with it, they're going to buy it because it's 
is controversial. Yep. And then of course they issue the apology. That's in the news. That just makes you want to, and that makes people want to buy more of their other stuff. And they, they apologize, but no, at first, you did it. You meant that. Yeah, of course. But the thing, the thing is, not even that. Like, I, there's a shoe out now. Um, I was a Katy Perry shoe. Katy Perry shoe. I'm like, okay, stop it. Now you've been around black people. <laughs> now you know that's wrong. And I don't care if you didn't personally do it. Your team, your, that's your team. You control your team. Yep, and so, you have the right to say no. I'm not wearing that. Exactly. So the uh, the first, like I said, the first off is just stop it. Just stop with the blackface. Just stop it. And we should not have to tell you in 2019 that that is wrong. It's wrong on all sorts of levels. Nothing's right about it. Second of all, these companies, why do y'all obviously don't have black people working for you? They do. They just don't have a say. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a black person on their team. They just don't have a say so, or we'll go with that. They just gonna agree because that's their check. So there's there's three there's three schools of thought. Okay, y'all ain't got no black people working there. There is a black person working there, but they have no say. And then there's a black person who's okay with be, being um okay with selling out. Yeah. Okay, so those are three schools of thoughts. So either way. Y'all need some black people that's going to tell y'all that's wrong. Like, it needs to go through, a, like, a a black people's check or something. I don't know, like, hey, y'all, that's not, like, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't understand what what goes through your mind that makes you think, oh, this is going to sell. This is going to be okay for the general public. It wasn't even cute. So, why even? It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's. It's not a cute. It wasn't cute. What idea cute. was it? I don't know, but hopefully they're fired. They've been fired. I doubt it, but <laughs> I just—it's just—I'm over it. I'm—I'm one hundred percent over it. Um, just—it's crazy. Unfortunately, we're living in in forty-five America, and because of forty-five, you got all these people that just—they're okay with. They they they've always been thinking this, so now they say they feel like it's okay to just be out out with it. You know, we don't like y'all. That's clearly what these these racists or you know whatever they're, they're like. We 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 now have permission to let y'all know how we feel about how black people. You black people, and we don't like you. I said it before. He opened the door for them. To he did. Say whatever they want to say. Exactly. And they think they can get away with it, but come to Augusta, you ain't gonna get away with that. I heard that. I heard that, but this, this is the flip side to this coin, though. So Ti is calling for this boycott, right? And basically, um, and it's not just Ti; there's other celebrities too. But Ti mainly because he's the one that normally is like, you know, rah rah, and like, yo, we need to boycott. We need to stop supporting these people. So basically, I saw I saw a graphic that said the call to action is to stop buying Gucci for three months. Okay. And I asked, what is that gonna do? Three months. Okay. So what is so 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 after so when we're on we're on month three, well we're on month four day one. Do what do we do? We're gonna go back to Gucci and buy that. Yeah. First of all, first of all, I don't own any Gucci at all. Me I can't either. afford it. It's not in my price range. If it was, I still wouldn't buy it. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like again, boycotts are supposed to. It's about sacrifice, right? You telling me not to buy Gucci, 
I'm not sacrificing anything because I don't buy Gucci to begin with. So, or any other line that I, whatever, Prada or whatever, like, I don't buy that. That's not in my, I, I go to Walmart, um, Target, 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 if you want to be bougie, I mean, like, whatever, like, I don't, I don't, you know, that that's not my line, I don't, so that doesn't do anything for me, that's mostly for you rich people, and your celebrity friends, so you need to tell your celebrity friends, stop buying Gucci. But for three months, I mean, it, that's they're, they're that's, still going to be racist. That that's not going to change. It's not, and the thing is, too, it's like, so what you going to do with the Gucci you got now? Because I know you got some. Uh, I saw some videos of people burning it, just like they did the Nike stuff. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> they still got your money. Right. <laughs> um, but I just, I, that's not. I, I just feel like it's not going to do anything. Um, and again, somebody also brought up a point. Me and my, uh, me and my friend saw was talking about this. Um. When T.I. made this declaration or whoever made this post or whatever, it's like you gave no alternatives. Like, you're saying boycott this. So, okay, we're going to boycott. So then what you, What do you want us to buy? And yep. so you assumed that you assumed people were going to just be like, all right, we're going to buy black. No. I felt like that was your opportunity to big up some black-owned boutiques, something. some black-owned, you know, some fashion designers, something. You know, it shouldn't have to. It shouldn't. You. It shouldn't take you saying that people have to tag themselves. You should have educated yourself so much on it. it should have been like, all right, y'all go here, go here. If Ti says go here, more likely a lot of people are gonna go there. They will because it's Ti or whoever else or Killer Mike or whoever says this stuff. It's like y'all, y'all have to realize y'all have y'all influence on people. Y'all have big influence. So why aren't you giving suggestions to black-owned businesses that we can shop at? Cause I'm not trying to be funny. Everybody doesn't know all the black-owned businesses. I don't know. I mean, I know a few, but I don't know like every everybody. I only know the few that's in my circle. Point, and that's a very good point. So I feel like for people that are challenging people to boycott, give us some alternatives. Where can we go? That time when people were like, "You need to put your money in black banks." That's okay. a, that's all you gonna say? You didn't give us the list of black banks. Thank I googled you. it myself. I didn't even know like a local church here had a black bank. Right. So my thing is this: it should have been like, all right. And I know people are like, well, you can just Google it. No, if you're telling me what to do, give me an alternative. Right. I need all the information. Everything. And that's not being lazy. That's just like you again. You're telling you're trying to uh, you're trying to. It's it's, uh, it's about effective communication. It's about everybody being on one accord. Because mm-hmm. it's easy for me to say I got a black bank. Well, actually, a white person owns it. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm the black face of the bank don't mean <laughs> I own the bank. People, the TV out here in these streets. So I'm just saying. You got you to gotta do your research. But I'm just saying, so I, I just feel like, again, with all this, uh, if you're going to boycott, it needs to be effective. But I feel like this whole, let's not buy Gucci for three months. It's not going to do nothing. It's not going to do not a, not a damn mm, thing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Well, not for us. No, it's not. Because, again, I, again, if you don't, if you already don't buy Gucci, that's not doing anything nope so i don't i don't see what that is but again i think if it's if anything it should encourage us to uh to support our own community and definitely again buy within black business however i'm gonna say this i might get i might get crucified on the cross for this but that's okay it's all good i'll take it let's see i might crucify me (laughs) We, as black businesses, have to, and I say we because I'm a, I'm a business owner too, 
we cannot assume just because we're black that black people should support us. I agree. I do agree with you on that. I'm, I'm, and the reason, this is the reason why I say this, because a lot of times, this, let me give you a scenario. Let's, well, you are a black business owner. Let's say I come to you for some cheesecake. Okay. And you have the nastiest attitude. Like, I'm talking like you just, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to pay your price. I haven't asked you for no discount or nothing, but you just have this attitude for no reason. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and this is not really good either, but a lot of times people say, well, this is why I don't support black businesses. That's why I don't support that black business. That's what, but, that's what but, no, but people don't say that. <laughs> people say, this is why I don't support black businesses. And people shouldn't say that. Like you, let's let's take let's take that out out the vernacular. However, I can understand why people say that because again, people we like to be grouped. Mm-hmm. They'll group us all into one thing. One person sure does will. something bad, and it's like, oh, we all bad. We so you should change your change your vocabulary and say that black business. But at the same time, the reason why I say we shouldn't assume just because we are black people, or black people should support us, is because we have we can't just we can't just give any anybody this any type of business. It still needs to be on, on a professional level. So I know, I know a lot of people say, well, you don't say that about white people business. No, I, business, for me, business is business. If I go to a white person's business and they have a nasty attitude, I'm not supporting them. I'm going to be like, this is why I don't support that Matt white Rogers. person's business. <laughs> Just, I mean, and this, I'm going to say, this is why I don't support Bria's business because she has a bad attitude. She doesn't, people. But I'm just saying, like, she, <laughs> this is why. Just for example. So it's like, you can't just, um, again, you can't just assume just because I'm, I'm black and you black you know, we, you know, like, you got to come to my business. I can just give you any type of treatment. And you're yeah. going to take it because we black. We supposed to understand each other. Case in point. I was exa- getting us some service from someone like that. Mm-hmm. Great work. Right. A horrible attitude. Yeah. Unprofessional. Ghetto. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I was, um, I was at a, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if I can say this business name. I'm not going to. I was at a, at a place. That I like to go. People and people who listen in, you know me, you probably know what I'm talking. What I'm talking about. I was at a place, and it wasn't the business. The business was great, but it was the customer that was acting crazy. Mm. And she was like, she was like, y'all need to hurry up and da da da. And this is a fresh, like this is a made to order place. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me, I guess, to validate her bad attitude. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not gonna validate you because we are the same skin color. No. Girl, you wrong. Like, chill. <laughs> I was like, they coming. She's like, I just don't understand. They just, you know what I'm saying? I was like, no, yeah. I don't. I said I no. Like that. I don't understand you. Sorry. She's like, you don't get it. I said no. I, I, I no. I, I, I can't agree with you on that. I said they're coming. I mean, I, I'm not gonna validate your bad behavior just because we share a same skin tone. <laughs> you can tell me Kenfo, all Kenfo can't Kenfo, whatever. All Kenfo and Kenfo. I don't care about that. I, I me personally, I'm all about you. Like what? Are, what are you doing? Right. So I said all that to say again. It's like as business owners, we we still have to work in professionalism. We can't just assume that we're gonna get support because we all share the same skin, skin color. We can't. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't work. It, do, it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not. So I feel like again we are, and not saying that we have to be better. Than the white man, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I'm just saying you, you still have to work. You can't be less than. No. You can't be just. I'm just gonna give you this here. I'm gonna throw it at you, and just expect them to take it and be like, okay, yeah, we black, we support each other. It doesn't matter. Nah, 
I'm not with it. I'm like, I need, I need, I, I still need some niceness. Make me want to come to your store. Make me want to buy your food. I need all the niceness. I, exactly. I don't need to, I don't need you to act like you're Chick-fil-A, but I need to be happy with your service. I'm happy with Chick-fil-A. So let me be happy with you. <laughs> I agree. I definitely agree. I just like I said again. I'm all about. I'm all about support. I do think we definitely need to do a better job as a community, support one another. Um, at the same token, we definitely need to make sure that we are providing excellent service. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you 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 receive, you get what you, um, what you put out. So we have to, if we want to receive something great, we have to put out something great. You do. That's the law of the universe. That's the law of karma. That's the law of sowing and reaping. Whatever it is you believe in, that's what it is. What goes around comes around. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So, that was that. Um, Speaking of (laughs) Jay-Z, we have a post, right? And I'm going to give a shout-out to my partner and podcaster, Maine. Again, shout-out to He's Working Hard. Got that promotion. Shout-out to him. Shout-out to Jermaine. Yes, he is in Columbia right now learning and growing <laughs> so that's what's up but he put a post out right and i have to read it the question you guys if you've been listening to the podcast you know that him and i always have a healthy debate about this rapper particular rapper you know because he loves him some jay-z apparently mm. <laughs> no comment uh but um i'm trying to find the post let me find it I want to make sure I read it accurately, but it's our post of the week. And normally, Wayne, normally Maine does the post of the week, but because he's not here, I'm going to do it in his place. Um, he's probably going to be upset with me because I'm going to read one of his posts. But where is it? I should have screenshot it. Look at me not being prepared. Okay. okay, here it is. Find it. Here's from Jermaine P. Stricken. Why does he still have this, this um, name? <laughs> I, I asked him, I said, why is your name still like this on Facebook? <laughs> um, he says, I don't want to talk about I don't talk about rap music with anyone who doesn't appreciate Hove. Drops the mic. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the post. Um, Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that, Um, Bria? Anyone that knows Maine knows that he is a huge Jay-Z fan. So um, (laughs) that is the GOAT, according to Jermaine. Um, I can't say that personally for myself because I'm not really into rap music. If I had to name someone, I would say J. Cole. Mm. But um Jay-Z, okay. Um, you know, Maine is from New York, so maybe that's why he's on that bandwagon of his. I don't know of any great <laughs> songs of Jay-Z where we could say that he's the greatest. I just feel like for me, um, again, I, I've never said I don't like Jay-Z. I think Jay-Z got some good songs. I think he does great things in the community. He definitely has paved a way. I think he's influential. Okay. Um, however, the GOAT, when when I, again, my definition of GOAT, I guess, may be different from others. I feel like if it's GOAT, you're, you're encompassing everything. You're encompassing the whole genre to me. And for me, I feel like when you say that, you're 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 knocking out the pioneers of hip hop, the pioneers of rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't knock them out because without them, there would be no Jay Z. Without them, there would be no Kendrick. There would be no P Diddy. There would be no you know what I'm saying? Like there would be no J Cole. Like it's just you you when you say go, it has to be over encompassing. Who has the the biggest influence on the culture? 
I mean, they're all equal to me right now. Mm. It's just no one just really stands out to me. Mm. They're all doing their own little thing. Yeah, I, to me, I mean, I'm a, everybody knows I'm a big Kendrick fan. I love Kendrick Lamar, but I, is he the goat? No, I don't think he's the goat. But if you ask my cousin, because here's the qu- next question: Well, who's the goat? I can't tell you. I don't. I don't know. I don't really. Honestly, I don't have one when it comes to hip hop and R&B. I'm going to have R&B, hip hop and rap. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, and then I guess if you want to break it down into um, eras, would Jay Z be the goat of this era? I. I I'm what gonna, makes him qualified to be the goat? I think it. <laughs> I, I think according to Jay Z enthusiast, I think it's because he's all. He was the first. I think he was the first. Rapper to be in, induced into induced inducted <laughs> into the uh, music hall of fame. Okay, congratulations. Or Songwriter, songwriters hall of fame, or one of them. All right. and, um, the door for that. He, uh, <laughs> his albums, I guess, charts. Number one albums. I guess There's several other people with number one albums. He's just number one for that moment. It's just like if you compared uh, a author their number one bestseller at that time it's not i mean they're gonna hold that title forever because that book was number one but what else makes him the goat i don't know okay <laughs> Maine, we would love to hear some feedback from you on that because i know you're gonna I'm, give it to I, us gonna, i'm sure next i'm sure next week i'm gonna get lit into I, was, I, had, I had to do it. I had to because I was like, that, that post is crazy. And it was funny because I was like, I commented, I said, you talk to me. He does. I started to say that, but I just let y'all handle that. I said, you talk to me. He was like, I don't talk to you about rap rap, though. I was like, okay. But you, you said you don't talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself clear. <laughs> we can have a conversation. I don't talk rap. about rap music with anybody who doesn't appreciate Hope. I'm about to say, yeah, you do talk about rap music with me. Like, we do talk about it. Like, we may not go in depth. Still talk. We talk. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely still talk about it now. But it's, I, I, I feel like, I just want people I just want people to understand. Let, let people love who they love. Let people like, like yeah, you love Jay-Z, I'm going to let you love him. Please love Jay-Z. But I, I don't put that on me. Like, don't put that burden on me. <laughs> like, you know, again, when they was like Jay Z and Beyonce was asked to perform at the Grammys and they said no. Great. Okay, I don't want said no. I don't wanna I didn't want to see them to begin with, to be honest. Sorry. Uh, I mean, if it was just Beyonce, maybe. But I'm like, even then, I don't necessarily <laughs> want to see Beyonce right now. Cause I feel like what songs are you gonna sing? Something that we already heard. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean maybe she has some new material. She said no. Maybe I don't know. I would, I would, I would have been more interested in seeing like maybe a Destiny's Child. If you was gonna be like coming back, I see. Let me see Destiny's Child perform or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would have been a good one. So I'm talking about DC Five. <laughs> like I want to see Beyonce, Michelle, Kelly, Latoya, and Latavia. I think that'd be the dopest thing ever. They should do that comeback. That would be so. Do- I, I thought it was gonna do that for um, Coachella. Mm, I thought, I thought, yeah, that that didn't that didn't happen. Since we got back on the Grammy, shout out to our first lady, Michelle Obama. Oh yeah, she killed it. She did. That was she. That they didn't even want to let her speak. They didn't. Like it was crazy. Speaking of, we're gonna talk about this because we're we're almost out of time. Um, this is yeah. I'm not used to doing the time and talking. This is main job. Um, because we're gonna have to say goodbye to Power 104 in a second. Well, shout out. First of all, let's shout out to all the radio stations, Power 104. 
um, Power Power Four, Power Four, uh, Five Twenty Radio, and uh, Round Here Radio. Thank y'all so much for hosting Fire Nights. We appreciate y'all so much. Um, we're gonna take about a Power One Hundred Four in a second. Um, but we are going to talk about J-Lo's performance in the second hour. Mm. Um, did you see it? I did. Okay, so we're definitely going to talk about that um, in the second hour. We're going to actually hear from a viewer. Uh, she's going to give, she's going to, I guess, Wusa, maybe. So it's going to be a combination of Wusa and give your opinion. So I haven't heard it yet. So we're going to be hearing it for the first time together. Um, <laughs> so we're going to hear her opinion on that, on the uh, J-Lo performance. We're also going to talk about... Um, Bria has been watching Living Single. Yes. Every day. Every day. Binge so, watching. Binge watching. So we're going to talk about her, uh, I guess, finding Living Single and then just kind of <laughs> getting into it, which would be a great segue to talking about, of course, my favorite subject, TV shows. Um, what else we got we're going to talk about? We got some other stuff we're going to talk about here on Fire. Oh, we're going to talk about dating because here's the question. How do you feel about women picking up the check, or paying half and half. So paying for their half of a date. So we'll talk about that, too. Um, so we got many more things to talk about here on Fire Nights. We're excited. Um, thank you again, guys, for listening. Uh, we got Fire and Heist with our guest uh, co-host, Bria. So we hey. got Fire, No Ice, But Hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, too, we're going to have you guys, again, still in the second hour, we're going to have you guys uh, listen to the promo for The Oath. So y'all tune in for that. So this is Fire and Ice. We're going to jump to a song real quick. And we'll be right back. Listen to Fire and Ice and Hell. So deep, I'm still falling for you. I could slide in them DMs, give you RPMs and rap. So it's me you dream about, baby, can you figure out?
Yes, that was I Love You by A.E. The Cool. Um, I'm still on my A.E. kick right now. Can you put me on A.E.? She has a beautiful voice. Yeah, I'm so glad. Yes, I did it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, she definitely, she's dope. Y'all get that Forgive EP. It's out on all streaming services. Um, y'all get our Apple Music, Tidal. Um, uh, what's the other one? Ah, Spotify. Spotify. There we go. So y'all go get that. Get that Forgive um, speaking of music, we're going to jump back into the Grammys real quick. We have a caller who wants to give their opinion about the Grammys, specifically J-Lo's performance, her Motown performance. So, thank you, caller. Uh, yo, what's your name, where you're from, and give us your opinion. How you doing? This is Karenita, a.k.a. Bird with the Word, coming to you from Burlington. Um, yeah, so, the Grammys. J-Lo. I, uh, before I even get into it, I'm just going to say this. You had Kelly Rowland, Faith Evans, Layla Hathaway was there. I seen the hell, Rihanna, you know, um, was Pink busy? I don't know. All I know is this. Who, 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 I, I just, that was a favor. It had to be. It had to be a favor. There was no soul in that performance whatsoever. Like, it just felt so awkward. Like, I had no words for it. I'm just like... Um... So you mean to tell me that nobody had time? Like, we... we all these powerhouse voices that were available... Nobody could be tapped to say, hey, you know, it is Motown. We doing a Motown tribute. Can you come through? You know, you got Solage in them. Like, I just don't understand why. <sighs> it was like somebody lost a bet. I don't know. I just don't know. And she was the only one that, like, Neo. Neo. I love Neo. But. It was just so lackluster for it to be a Motown tribute. This is Motown. Motown, baby. Marvin Gaye. You know, Diana Ross and the Supremes. The Temptations, you know? And this is what we did with Smokey, of course. You know, Smokey come out there trying to help out, you know? But it was still like, girl. And, you know, I tried to give her... I try to say, hey, you know, she's been vocal training. You know, she just wants to see if she could really do it. She didn't do it. She just didn't do it. It looked good. It looked good. It looked like a whole Las Vegas visual. If I was to give her a grade for visual, the visual would at least be, it would be phenomenal. The visual was great. But the sound, the point of the matter is the music, the sound. Why would y'all give her the whole thing? Why? 
she should have been i mean if anything if you if she wanted to be a part of it let her be standing there next to Smokey with alicia keys and do a little hmm, hmm, hmm. don't even sing lead what i got from that performance was somebody doing karaoke with the utmost extraness that they can muster up like they said yeah it's karaoke night but i'm gonna put on these good feathers and then i'm gonna bring these dancers out because hey this is my night my moment and i'm sorry that wasn't the moment so you mean to tell me jennifer hudson was not available to lend her vocals tyrese he ain't got time. I know Tyrese had time. We know Tyrese had time. You know? I'm just... Wow. Fail. Fail. You know what? As a matter of fact... That's what we can do with that performance. She just got... Toilet? She did. <laughs> <laughs> well, she couldn't give us the trash can sound, so she had to go with the toilet. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord, well, thank you for calling and, and giving us your opinion. We did, yeah. I, um, we, so we're gonna talk about J Lo's performance. Um, listen. So when I first saw the article on B Scott's page, she basically was the one that I saw that said uh, that J Lo will be doing the Motown tribute. Now. I love me some J-Lo. I, 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 like, I, I loved her. Jennifer Lopez, you know, Fly Girl, Salinas. Um, if you <laughs> have, Yeah, if you have my love, I gave you all my trust, but you comfort me. That's our first single. Love J-Lo. But no, no, no. Why did we pick J-Lo to be the Motown person? <laughs> no. I, I thought they were going to pick, like, Bruno Mars or somebody. Um, you know, I have mixed feelings about Bruno. You got mixed feelings about Bruno. I have mixed feelings about Bruno. We talking about J-Lo, not Bruno. Because <laughs> you about to hurt my feelings about uh -oh. Bruno. Uh-oh. But no, I just, again, I just, I, I watched it. Mind you again, I, I, I watched the Grammys in 20 minutes. I literally just watched the performances and, um, you know, just whatever. But I specifically wanted to watch J-Lo's. And I feel like she sounded good. Mm -hmm. But she just... I agree. There was no, there was no soul to it. There wasn't any soul, but I feel like J Lo was being J Lo. She put on her Vegas performance. Mm -hmm. So why are we mad at her? I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at who picked her. Okay, you have a right to be. I just feel like there are so many. First of all, there are so many Motown people still living mm -hmm. that they could have performed. Mm -hmm. Right there in audience. Oh yeah. I just feel like, and then we have people like Jennifer Hudson, and um, you know she named the caller named some people, Bird named some people. Um, I'm specifically thinking Jennifer Hudson. You know, I mean, Yolanda Adams, of course, she did the uh, Aretha Franklin tribute. Mm -hmm. um, but you got so many people, African American singers. Fantasia, like there's different people that could have sung and really somebody that could have brought the house down. That, that could have really brought brought the mo the soul of Motown to it. I'm not mad at J Lo. J Lo, like you said, J Lo did J Lo. Mm -hmm. She, I think she did a great. I think as far as if you're judging off of just J Lo, she did a great performance. I feel like she did her thing. But this and this and this is gonna sound bad. I don't really mean to be bad, 
But this isn't a Hispanic performance. <laughs> Motown music isn't. It's not. It's not. Okay, my sister made a, a point. She said, you wouldn't see, if this was a Selena tribute, you wouldn't be asking Brandy to do a Selena tribute. Nope. <laughs> so why do we have this? I don't think Angela ever ever said she's a Hispanic artist. Like, it's Hispanic. Like, that's like, that's like we're asking Ricky Martin to do the Motown tribute. I mean, Ricky Martin was even there. I'm just saying he was there, but I'm just saying like it's like you got you like you see you're saying let, let me get Ricky Martin, J Lo, Enrique Iglesias, let me get them and let let them do the Motown tribute. And not to say that Motown, because I think I do believe music is universal, mm-hmm. and not to say that the Motown music didn't touch them. But again, I just feel like, and this is gonna sound bad too, but I feel like it the the tribute was a little whitewashed. And JLo's not white. I'm just I'm not saying she's white. But it's just I feel like the the absence of black people. It just wasn't it's just like we weren't acknowledged, acknowledged maybe or I don't know it's not the right word. I don't know. No, it's kinda it fits it. I don't know. I just I don't I don't want nobody for I don't want nobody to take what I'm saying the wrong way. Cause again, I just I just feel like I don't know. I just, I just, I just, it just, it just was, I was watching it and I was just like, something's off. Um, the mashup of the songs, they did pretty well with that part, but mm. they should have picked other people to bring out. I agree. To do that. I agree. Now, J-Lo did her performance and they could have let her do the dancing. That would have been fine with me, mm. but there were other people that should have sung. I agree. I mean, Alicia was Our there. Why did she sing? I mean, she did a little bit, but I'm just saying. I can't she even tell you what she sung. They could have picked somebody else besides Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, um, do you think it's because of the boycott that maybe? That could be it. Because, um, again, again, I didn't know nothing about a boycott. So maybe that was the reason why they asked J-Lo. So as I was reading into this boycott, um, a lot of people just boycotted um, performing. That's okay. what Drake and Kendrick Lamar did. They boycotted performing drake still showed up i'm gonna assume other people still showed up i mean we saw them in the audience yeah. but um that could be a reason they said they wouldn't perform here's the here's the issue i have with that um i refuse to let somebody get up and and represent me mm-hmm. like if if somebody asks me to do, and I can, I'm not saying I can sing, I can't, I can't sing like that. But if I could, if I was Tank or or Neo or when well, Neo was there, I'm just, if I was Tank or Usher or Chris Brown or whatever, and somebody asks me, I want you, I would love for you to do the Motown tribute. Versus you have asking me to do it versus you asking, um, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Basically, you think, that's what they did. Basically, you think I'm going to let Justin Bieber get up there and represent my people? No. And the songs that I grew up, not saying that he didn't grow up with these songs, but I'm just saying, like, this is from, this is my heritage. Mm-hmm. This is from my ancestors, from my people, from my soul. That's that's us. I'm not going to let nobody get up there and represent me. I, I, can't, I, I can't allow that. So, I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't see... 
again, I'm not understand. I don't. I don't know the circumstances per se of why J Lo was asked to do it. But if if it yeah. have if it has anything to do with the boycott, I'm 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 totally against it. There's no way in the world I'm gonna let somebody that's not um. I'm just gonna, not gonna let get up there and represent me. Sorry, I'm not gonna do it. Like I, I can't because again, it's just like that's the last thing people see. Mm-hmm. Just like so, the next boycott should be. We need to be represented by our own kind. We do. We need to be. We need representation. Like I just you you the thing. The, here's the thing that bothers me. It's like you complain about not having representation. Then when you get the opportunity to represent, you don't want to because you're upset for because you didn't get an award. Hey, but they um we, we won no awards this year. You had her, Daniel Caesar, da- Daniel Caesar, Ella mm. May. No, I mean we was represented this year. So what? Next year we need to be up there on the stage representing us. Like I said, I didn't know about no boycott, but again, I'm not a performer. I'm not an A-lister, so I guess that's why I didn't know. Yeah, that's why you didn't know. <laughs> they, they knew you weren't gonna be there, so it's not even telling you. <laughs> I just like I said, I I. Uh, I just was. I'm. I'm happy about the Aretha Franklin though. The the tribute that yeah. was. We needed that. We did. Because MTV effed Thank that up. Thank you, Yolanda. Yeah, Yolanda killed it. I mm-hmm. love Yolanda Adams, but MTV definitely effed that up with that Madonna thing. <laughs> so thank you, Grammys, for at least getting that right. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Yolanda. Thank you, Fantasia. Thank you, our what's on that Ara, Audrey. Dang, I'm saying her name wrong. She sings, "I rise up." She sings that song. <laughs> I know. Yes, but I can't think of her name. Sing what? it again. Let me find her name, because I don't want nobody coming at me. I rise up like the something of the day. Uh, Andre Day. Yeah, Andre Day. Andre. Andre Day. Andre. I would mess up somebody's name, so I'm I wasn't all, trying listen, to correct let you. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm always messing up somebody's name on this podcast, so <laughs> I think people got used to it now. So, mm-hmm. anyway. um, But yeah, man, shout out to J-Lo. She tried. She, she did her Vegas show. That's what she did. She tried. Speaking of performances, real quick, just shout out Cardi B again. I thought her performance was great. Her performance was great, but once again, the internet has to hate. Oh, she was lip syncing. So what? If she was, she still performed. She did good. I a lot of your favorite, a lot of your favorite artists lip sync. Yeah, we need to talk about show. Mariah Carey not lip syncing when she should have. Mm. But you know they ain't gonna say that. I will. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But once again, Cardi performance was awesome. She did great. She did good. I thought she did. I'm just I'm happy for her. I I, I wish, and this is a lesson I have to, I have to learn. I'm learning for myself too. I wish she would just cut out, like just ignore the noise. She can't. She's young. She has to learn it. Yeah, we all do. I'm I'm still learning it. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's so easy. It's it's, it's so easy for you. You can get 99 hoorays, and you get that one boo, and it's like that one boo is going to just take over your life. Oh, yeah, I got to clap back on oh, that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> so I get, I definitely get it, but I just, I really wish that she could just enjoy her moment. She 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 works hard. She was pregnant during her, throughout the whole making of her album. It's like she does a lot. So I just want to enjoy her moment, but shout out to Cardi. She can't. She was upset that she didn't anything last year. She won this year. It's a problem. You know, people can't be happy. Never. Shout out to Cardi. Shout it out. Um, speaking of happy, a lot of times, you know, this is Valentine's Day week. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite week, but whatever. I guess a lot of people are happy this week. <laughs> whatever. I, I don't do Valentine's Day. Just, mm, this is, I have a bad story about that. So, anyway, um, speaking of happy, people are happy going on dates. 
And there's a show called Blackish mm-hmm. that's out. And the episode this week is about uh, new generation dating versus old generation dating. And basically, with new generation, well, older generation dating, the man, you know, always picks up the check, you know, picks you up, take you where you want to go. Open the door. And all that other great stuff. New generation dating is more like everything's equal. Um because I guess it goes along with the women empowerment movement, I guess. Women want to be treated equally. So, you have women or young girls or what, not young girls, but teenagers that are allowed to date. They, they're paying for the date sometimes, or they are paying their half of the date. Uh, everybody's Ubering to the restaurant, or, you know, just different things like that. So, the question is, it's like, and nobody answered my question on social media, but it's all good. We just talk about it. What are your views on dating as far as like old school dating versus new school dating? I like old school dating. Okay. Um, I like for the man to pick up the tab, open the car door. <laughs> Not necessarily the car door, but man, the door we gonna walk into the restaurant. Mm. Please open that door for me. Um, I will say the new generation is not on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I don't mind picking up a tab. I was about to ask you. Taking you out to dinner here mm-hmm. and there, but we shouldn't be splitting no bill. Okay. Every time we go out to eat, I can split a bill with my friends, but mm-hmm. <laughs> me and my friends have more respect for each other. We pick up each other tabs. Mm. So, um, my view on dating. Um, <laughs> can we go back to the old school? Like, treat a woman how she should be treated. Okay. Um, don't treat me like I'm your homeboy. Mm. I feel like that's that's where we be at. Like I think that's like why we get stuck in the friend zone so much. Well, I know guys with me get stuck in the friend zone because mm. I feel like I'm one of your homies. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't I don't want to feel like that. Good um, point. Be a representation of what my dad showed me a guy should be, mm. and that's opening doors, paying, um, affection. Gotcha. So let me ask you this. Let's um this is not an excuse, but let's say the guy doesn't really have an example. Like you were saying, you want somebody representing representing what your dad, you know, what you saw from your father. You can ask me what I like. Okay. Gotcha. Um like if we're in the beginning stage of getting to know one another, mm-hmm. if you ask me what would I consider it be a perfect date for me i'll go into detail and tell you gotcha. everything now it's up to you if you're gonna capitalize off of what i said mm. and execute on that mm. so good point um uh, i don't have a problem paying for a date mm-hmm. i guess for me it's about personal because i've been burned so many times okay. that i don't do it. I haven't been on a date in a while, so. But I, I can understand yeah. you saying that. I've hung out with people, but it's like, like we're we it's established we're friends. We're not dating, so. I pay for mine. Now, if I'm if I if my coinage is extremely blessed, I might pick it up. T- pick it up, but that's you know, you know, I my coinage don't be blessed all that sometimes. So, but you know, but anyway, for me, yeah, for me. I've been on dates in the past, and I'm gonna tell. You, I like to. I'm a first impression type person, so I like to show you. All right, this is what I just like. I like. I like to eat. 
first of all. Second of all, I'm like, let's go somewhere nice. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I like go nice places on dates or whatever. Japanese restaurants aren't cheap. So, I've taken dates to Japanese restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and you go on this date, and it's like, and not even expecting, I'm not expecting anything afterwards. Not, I'm not trying to, like, sleep with you on the first day. That's that's not my style, my stilo. Um, but it's, what, what, you know, when I was dating the person, trying to date somebody, it's like, that, that wasn't my, I guess, int- intention, motivation, or whatever. Um, but it's like, after you, after I show you, you know, why to die you, I guess, is it's one of those, oh, well, I just see you as a friend. I wish you would have told me you saw me as a friend before I spent a hundred some dollars. Because I don't spend a hundred some dollars on my friends like that. Not like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll help a friend out. But I mean, like, you know, I spend a hundred dollars like, and really like, I guess impress you, I guess is the word. Dated you? Yeah, you know, it's just like, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I've been burnt so much in the past with that. I just have a bitter taste when it comes to like picking up checks and going places. Like, I feel like for me, this is going to sound real bad. I'm like, our first day, if I start dating again like that, our first day going to be somewhere real cost efficient. And so be like, we're going right, to. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay. We're going to Chick-fil-A. Go, let's go to Corral somewhere. Because it's like, I can't, I have to, I have to see where this is going. Are you using me so you can have good meals, or are we? It's people who do are that. We, are we building? Yes. So, I've had a Chick Fil A lunch date. Mm-hmm. Invited, minding my own business on my side of town. I had to drive all the way to the newer Chick Fil A. Okay. Got there, um, ordered my food, and I was paying for my own food. Mm-hmm. We hung out a few times after that, and then one day I was watching TV. He said he wanted to come over and watch TV and then was upset and left my house in like a rush because I wouldn't sleep with him. <gasps> and now has came back to say like he wants to take me on a real date now. He don't understand why we didn't have that chance. I friend zoned you. And that's where we're going to leave it at. Mm, uh, especially like that's he definitely just showed his true colors with the walking mm-hmm. out of the house thing. So he wanted the next Netflix and chill, but chill. He didn't want the Netflix. He didn't want the Netflix. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> could have bought my seven dollar salad at Chick-fil-A or something. <laughs> I don't know what type of person you think I am, but okay. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Um mm, yeah. No, when I was dating, um, yeah, there definitely was never uh that intention of I'm trying to trying to get get in underneath. Um, oh well, yeah. as that example, they have you out here paying your own for your own food and still think you're supposed to sleep with them. Oh no, no. <laughs> so what is your take on? Okay, so there's there's this school of thought because again we're in a uh, in a women empowerment era, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but you know, women want to be treated, treated equally. And there's always the argument where men say, well, if you want to be treated equally like a man, then, then maybe we should change the rules of how things are supposed to go. We're already changing them. Mm. They're being changed whether the women accept it or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, back to the day thing. I don't really agree with a woman having to, okay, let's just say the women, um, proposing. Okay. I don't agree with that. I don't. I don't either. 
um, I should be getting down on my knee to pr- propose to you. Like, we just took the tradition out of it, and I want to be traditional. I feel like I already told somebody, well, first of all, I don't plan on getting married anyway. But if and if the blue moon happens to appear, <laughs> and um, I, des- I, I decide to get married, um, I said, don't propose to me. You'll get your feelings hurt. I will. I will <laughs> say no. I will. I will pick you up. Pick you up. All right. Let's stand up. No. <laughs> and it might be a possibility I might break up with you because no, I just don't. I don't. But in all seriousness, yeah, I don't. I'm not with the the woman proposing. I feel like a man knows when when my man knows if he wants to wife you up, mm-hmm. and he knows when he wants to do it. When to do it and um i'm pretty sure y'all have had that talk about it right but i feel like I, I, i've known people that have been in relationship for years and it's just like, i guess because if you if if the dude is not making steps to wanting to marry you then move, then, on. Then move on exactly it's like you, you can't change his mind no matter how long you wait Oh, I'm going to get down on my knee and propose, and we're going to get married, and we're going to be fine. It no. didn't work for Chrissy and Jim Jones. Hmm. She proposed him on Love Hip Hop. They are still what, in limbo, whatever it is that they're doing. I was I was wondering about that because I watched Love Hip Hop yesterday, and um, I was catching up, and I saw that. Well, we already knew it because it was in the news that um, Kim Bella and Joel's got engaged, or they're married now, but they got engaged. I thought, I wonder if um, Chrissy and Jim Jones are still engaged. It made me think about that. Because she should have get on her knee and proposed to him. And he was like, hey, I don't think he even answered the question. <laughs> I remember correctly, he didn't. <laughs> but it's Jim. We didn't expect for him to answer the question. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I, I agree I agree with you. I just feel that um, in the day and age that we are in, I just feel like the tradition is like slow, not even slowly, but surely, but it's definitely leaving. It's like leaving, especially when it comes to dating and um, relationships and different things like that. So, um, I, I guess I, 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 I don't mind back to dating or whatever. I don't mind picking up the check, but I think it's nice when someone does like surprise you. Like, Oh, I got it. You mm-hmm. know, I think that's nice. I think that it just shows or send you that message. Like, let me take you out. Yeah. I just think, I, just, I think everybody just wants to feel appreciated. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. that. That's even in marriage. Yeah. I, uh, the husband is not going to always pick up the tab when they go out. But And then, and still, then, okay, speaking of marriage, I think also, too, is in the flip side, because, you know, women are expected to take care of the house and all this other stuff. I feel like it's okay for a man to be like, hey, I let me. Because in a day and age, it's, it's a two-income household. It's not mm-hmm. now... I guess back in the day you had, you know, the woman stayed there, stay at home all day or whatever the man worked. But now it's like both parties are working now. So it's like it, they're both tired when they get home. Yep. So I feel like it's okay for for the man to be like, hey, sometimes you cook or you go get the food. or you, Let me deal with the kids. Yeah, you know, something like that. <laughs> if you choose to have children, chilling. Um, let, yeah. I just feel like I think people, again, it just goes back to communication. Mm-hmm. I think it all boils down to communication. We need to be having these conversations while we're, you know, getting to know each other in the talking phase. Oh, we don't talk. We text. Mm. I can't even get on that because <laughs> I'm a texter. So, I, I, let me tell you, I have a, you know what? I have a phone phobia. A phone phobia? Seriously. I don't like talking on the phone. 
I it, 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 I get um I ha- I get anxiety. Okay. Like I I've, I've been like that. The funny thing is, I've discovered that as an adult. But when I was younger, when I was allowed to talk on the phone, just to anybody, I just don't I I don't like the thought of talking to people on the phone. I can't really. And I guess you can say the same thing with texting either too, but. With me, I just it, I just think it's awkward mm-hmm. when there's nothing to say and you're and people are breathing. It's just the whole thing is awkward to me. And then and don't don't get me with the FaceTime. We just looking <laughs> at each other. Like, what do you want? Like, not like I. It bothers me when I see people FaceTime and they just looking at each other. That bothers me. I can't stand it. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Y'all standing like first of all, you burning battery. Second of all, it's like you're burning internet space. It's just so much. I just can't. It's just it's a lot. Understandable. <laughs> I mean, I'm a talker. Like, put me on Facetime. I can talk to you for three hours. Okay, I I don't mind you talking to me though. But we just sit sitting there. I remember I used to date somebody. We just listen to each other breathe. I'm like, what you? And they're like, what you doing? <laughs> watching TV. Say if I was doing two minutes ago, watching TV. Yeah, I hate that question. I hate it. I hate that whole. Don't what, what you doing me? Don't let's do not. Like let's that. not sit there and watch TV together. <laughs> let's not. I can't. Just text me. What you doing? What's up? What's what's going on? I mean, I just yeah, texting um for short conversations, but yeah, um, I know I can read something wrong, and I would take it the wrong way. Mm. So you don't want to text me. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think we it's for me. If I say I, I'm an in person talker. Mm-hmm. I like to talk to you in person, but I do like to text too. I just, I just because I just I'm a writer, so I just it's easier for me to text or whatever. Sometimes it's easier for me to to express what I want to say, but I do see how people can read certain things wrong. Yeah, you better put LOL on every sentence with me. <laughs> I would take it the wrong way. <laughs> My cousin. Um, this is funny. My cousin Neil and Fahim, they told me, uh, well, not Fahim, but Neil told me he, because I'm, sometimes people text me when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're not supposed to be texting driving, but I do sometimes. Um, But I'll do one word answers. And not because I'm <laughs> rushing you or I'm upset with you, it's because I'm trying to hurry up and answer you and then put my phone down and do what I need to do. Or if, even if I'm at home, I'll give you one word answer and let me continue doing what I'm doing. And so, um, he was, he told me, he said, man, I feel like sometimes you don't want to be talking to me. And I said, that's not the case. He said, that's how I read it. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, that makes sense. It's like if, if how you read something is like people interpret things differently. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm always interpreting badly. It's why, wrong. Why, why I don't that? know. I immediately think that is bad. I don't know. That's, that's with me. Don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to understand you don't text me <laughs> um okay so next next topic of discussion what did I say we were going to talk about next um we talked about the dating we talked about J-Lo there was one more thing oh we're talking mm-hmm. about living single that's what no. it was yes we are living hey. single Ooh, in the, the 90s, 90s kind of world, world. I'm glad I got my ass. What? I don't know the rap. <laughs> I can't rap. <laughs> um, by the way, just FYI, they have the best thing, so I don't care. Nobody argue me down. They have one of the best thing songs mm-hmm. ever. It's no argument. I love it's it. Good. People are trying to argue me on Facebook. No. What? What's better than that? Um, 
What did they say? Is Somebody there? said all that. They had a good thing song. I like that thing song. Hey, it's not better than. It's definitely not better than Living Single. Who was the? Someone else said another show. I can't remember, but I was like, See, no, irrelevant. You can't even remember. Living Single definitely has the one of the best thing songs ever. But um, Bria has been watching, binge watching Living Single. Now, did you watch it when it first came out? I don't know where I was at when it first came out. Okay, how old are you? I'm 28. Okay, yeah, so you, yeah, like me, kid. Yeah, but my best friend, like, knows all the episodes, not because she's watching it now. Mm. She watched it then. Like, I remember my grandmother playing it. It came mm. on after one of the shows, but I did not pay attention to it. When I was younger, when it came on, my mom didn't let us watch it. So, <laughs> um, it was, quote, unquote, too adult. Um, but the topics they have talked about, yeah, I can understand. So I mean, I watched like a couple of episodes, obviously, you know, but like just like watching it consistently, you no. Know. Um, but what is your so you Sabrina has been watching it on Hulu. She's mm-hmm. been watching it. Uh, so what are your thoughts on Living Single? Like, what are you, what are you enjoying about watching Living Single now as an adult? Mm-hmm. It's a great show, first of all, mm-hmm. but. The topics, they are so real. Like, I can relate to them and everything. Mm. Or I know someone that's going through that same thing that one of them on the show, they're going through. Gotcha. Um, You got Maxine that's going through her time of unemployment. She lost her job. Mm -hmm. Um, Khadija started her own business with Flavor Magazine. And just like the start of up of it employees want more money like yeah that's every day for me somebody always think they deserve a raise but <laughs> we have the coins and the funds to give you a raise right seeing that or just having to cut back on certain things because money is a little tight or the dating thing mm-hmm. with regine she dated a lot of people but yep. um just watching her go through that it's kind of like me right now mm. That's what's up. I um, I I I love I love living single. Um, the funny thing is, my mom and my sister, not Kendra, but my other sister Carmen, they don't they can't stand it. They oh. can't stand living single. I don't ask me why. I I try to ask them why don't you like it. They just I can't. They can't explain it. I can't explain it. I don't know why they don't like it. But it's such a great show. Um, I can I get I can appreciate it as an adult, just even from a guy's perspective, like just the having women friends mm-hmm. like i'm i'm a mixture of kyle and overton like i feel like i'm both okay so um you know just kind of just having that getting that female um perspective okay. on different topics of different things um because that's that's been that's basically my whole life been my whole life i i always had women or you know girl friends that were girls like mm-hmm. i've always had that so it's like i've always i always understand I understand women. Like, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on on women. Of course, I I have two sisters, so um, and you know we're really close. So of course, I just I I, I get women for the most part. There's something I still don't understand, but you know whatever. Um, but I get it for the most part. So just as far as living single goes, I can understand that relationship. Um, you know, it's but like I said, it's a great. Like you said, they they talk they touch on good topics that are even still relevant now yes um there are talks of a reboot possibly i don't know if we i don't know if you've been on the show when we talked about that but mm-hmm. there's, there's there's a possibility of a reboot they've asked queen latifah about that mm-hmm. um and i said i was here for it 
But I said they have to be single. It can't be everybody's married. Yeah. The show's called Living I'm Single. single. So here's what I proposed. Um, I said this is what I think is going to happen if they do this. Now, over to the Sinclair can stay married. Yeah, of they course. They can stay married. Um, I feel like over to the Sinclair are married. You know, Max and Kyle have a child together. Mm-hmm. So, but they are like co-parenting. They're not together because they just I don't ever, I don't <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, I I don't see them being together. I just <laughs> they 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 have good I guess sex or whatever. But it just the relationship part is always lacking with them. Mm-hmm. I said Regine is a widow because she got married on the last season. I'm sorry, I'm ruining it for you. No. Okay, I was hey, like, dang. Somebody can tell me a movie. I'm still gonna go watch okay, it good, if good, I want to. Good, good. So Regine did get married on the last season. We didn't see it though, but she got married. Okay. Um, so she's a widow. So I would say Regine's a widow. So she's dealing with that. And then uh Scooter and Khadijah, they are divorced. Okay. I don't see them lasting either. Mm-hmm. I feel like they had a good friend. Now, I think they would still be friends, but they wouldn't be like together. So I feel like they tried to get married, didn't really work out, and then so I would feel like that will put them all in the situation to still be single again and still navigate dating in 2019 or 2020 or whatever. Yeah. Like, that'd be dope. I think that'd be good. I think that'd be dope. I think that'd be how you can bring Living Single back. And I think that'd be everything. Yeah. Are there any other, like, 90 shows that you would like to see come back or 2,000 shows? No. I can't think of anything. Is there a show I need to watch? Because I probably didn't watch it. Did you watch Eve? I watched some of Eve. I need you to watch Eve. Okay. It's funny. I mm-hmm. think it's funny. Um, my mom doesn't like Eve either. Um, she doesn't like Living Single. So. I can see that. <laughs> Eve's Maybe. a good show. It's another show. It's a, it's it's a, it's kind of Living Single esque, but I mean, obviously, that show came out like in the two thousands. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a good show. It's funny. I feel like it's it it was definitely. I wish something that would have continued. They don't have more episodes. They only had like three seasons, so it was a good show. Um. What else? Other shows that I can nineties other old shows. Um, well, this is not really like a black show, but it's still one of my all time favorite shows. I think you should like get into it. It's called One Tree Hill. It's a drama. I feel like you should get into it. It's definitely a good show. Who's in it? Um, Chad Michael Murray. Okay. Um, Hillary Burton, Sophia Bush, Bethany Joy Lenz. Um, text it to me. I'll text it to you. It's a, no, it's a, but it's a good show. It lasted nine seasons. No, oh, they had a great run. It'll change your life. I was, I'm telling you, once you're in that show, definitely get into it. Um, but back to Black '90s show, um, shows. Um, I think obviously they should bring back Moesha. Moesha. And I'm gonna tell you why. Cause we were we were definitely cheated on that series finale. Like we were definitely cheated. I feel like we still don't know. Who's pregnant? We don't know. We don't know. Miles is never found. Uh, he was kidnapped. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not That's here. That's a horrible way to end. It was. It was it was dumb. I'm like, what is the Y'all, y'all could do one more season. Like just one more. And then be like, all right, we cool. Or either like y'all even could have concluded it on the Parkers. Like the Parkers kept going. Mm-hmm. I just I just need to resolve. I need I just need I feel like Oh, you need those answers? I need those answers. Like, how people feel about Girlfriends, that's how I feel about Moesha. Did you watch Girlfriends? I have seen some seasons of Girlfriends. But you never... Okay, I um I watched Girlfriends. I don't know if I've seen every episode, but I watched... Enough. Girl, enough. It's a, 
Girlfriends is a good show. Definitely a good show. Um, I, I definitely, because it didn't have a good series finale either. And then, like, it just ended. It didn't really end. So, I felt like we definitely need a, a resolve with that show, too. Um, they're also talking about possibly bringing Martin back. I've heard about that one. Um, I don't think I'm here for that. Only because Tommy's not here. Okay. I feel like you miss. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. If y'all hear that in the background, that's my sister and my mom. I don't know what they're talking about, y'all. Well, um, if you. I feel like you're missing Tommy. Like, I feel like he's like the missing element to yeah, me. He'd have a storyline. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't see how that would work with just the four of them. And then I think people be looking at Tisha side eye because it's like you left the show for a reason. And it's like you're now. Are we gonna act like this didn't happen? Right. <laughs> That's like the whole B two K reunion thing. Like people kind of mm-hmm. looking at that side eye because like you had all these right rats. We had all these accusations. It's like now it's just like we put that like that didn't happen. They had a whole YouTube reality show about it. But well, that's just another topic for another day. But I um, and also too with Martin, I feel like he's in a different space now. I don't see with Martin. The thing that made Martin brilliant for me was the fact that he it was it was real Eddie Murphy esque as far as like him playing different characters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Martin is not in that space. I don't want to see Martin as Shanae right now. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't like I don't see that working. Uh... I don't want to see him as Mama Payne. I don't see that working now. I don't know. I just, mm. yeah, if, if maybe it, they need to hold off on that. I mean, if it came back, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch. I, I would still watch it, but oh, I just, well, definitely. we're going to watch it. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it had to say nineties nostalgia, I guess to it. Mm-hmm. Like when, okay, for instance, and this is not, and I'm not comparing cause it's a white show, but like fuller house came back, like full house came back, but it came back as fuller house. I watch Full House. Full House is hilarious. But it gives me that... St- I still have that 90s... Like I used to watch Full House. I still have that feeling of okay. watching Fuller House. I want whenever... Like, if these shows do come back... Because I think our black shows definitely need to come back. If the white shows can do it, the black shows can do it. But I want to still feel that. I want to sit down and feel like I'm 10. <laughs> but I get the jokes now. Because I'm grown. That's how I want to feel. Yeah. Martin, I don't think he... like. What style would he come back in? Because he was stylish back then. Mm. All of the Jordans and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Who would he be? I don't know. They're talking about Sister Sister possibly coming back. I know Tamir mm. talks about it all the time on The Real. They're, they're, they're still working on it. I, 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 I love Team Tamir, so I would definitely love to see that. I think I watched almost every episode of them. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen every episode of Sister Sister. So, I could see... Because they're all still alive, so let's go ahead and do it while Ray and Lisa are still alive. Um, Tia, you know, Tia and Tamir, of course, obviously being married, mm-hmm. and then dub dinner with their kids. I think that'll be, I think it'll be dope. I think it'll be funny. Bring back Roger. Yeah. So, I think that'll be good. Um, they're talking about people, I mean, I, 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 would, I would, even though I'm not like, okay, I'm going to take, let me say this. I would want to see the Parkers come back. Um... Will it happen? I don't know because of Monique. Probably not. Um, I thought again. I'm not like the biggest like Monique fan, but Monique was funny on the Parkers. Mm-hmm. I watched the Parker rerun to this day, and I'm cracking up. <laughs> it was funny, but she's a good actress. So, I think again, just her antics. I think just the things that she's done 
I think that's not help. It definitely hasn't helped her. And as far as they're trying to do a Parker's reboot, because I've heard about that, and they're trying to possibly, they've been talking about it. Wanting to possibly put that back together, I just don't see that happening. Just because I can of... see it picking back up, but it may not happen. Mm. I've also been binge watching um, Family Matters. That was another. We show talked I about that. We talked about that. You didn't watch Family Matters? No. Wow. Um, I don't want to say this, but okay, okay. <laughs> there's so many things I haven't seen. Like I saw what somebody just posted that Will Smith is gonna be the genie from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I ain't see Aladdin. So now like I text my friend, I was like, Do you have this on DVD? Because mm-hmm. I think I need to watch it if we're gonna go to the movies to see yeah. this. I was stuck on Lion King and Pocahontas. So. Gotcha. I mean um, listen, you're discovering stuff and I think that's great. Um definitely watch Aladdin. Definitely a good movie. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to go see the real version. I'm more excited about seeing the real version of Aladdin than I am The Lion King. Really? The, here's why. Again, nothing against Queen B. But why is she, why is she a voice? I feel like I'm going to hear Beyonce's voice <laughs> and not Nala. Why didn't we just get the people that was in the cartoon? Why couldn't that just be the voices? We got James Earl Jones. I'm just saying. Um, once again, I'm not a Beyonce fan, so I can't say Listen. I'm happy. Listen. I don't know. Like maybe she'll do good in voiceovers. Did Nala voice change and become Beyonce? I, don't, I just I just don't want I don't want to hear Simba, you gotta do your thing, Simba. I don't wanna hear that. I wanna hear I wanna hear what I grew up on. I don't wanna hear uh, you know, you see, I you mean, see, she can hit some high notes. Have you seen, have you seen Carmen? Yes. The hip hopper. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. She was trying to rap. <laughs> Beyonce can hit some high notes, so maybe she'll maybe, speak it, in her head voice. Okay. And I just don't. I just again, as <laughs> I just, I've seen Beyonce act. We all have. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But back to Family Matters. You know what? Me and my friend was having this conversation about Family Matters. I don't think they could ever bring that back. The reason why is because Jaleel White definitely is not going to do Steve Urkel ever again. Yeah. Like, I feel like, for me, this is how I envision in my head. and But it won't be real funny anymore. I feel like if in order for it to work, Steve Urkel would have to have matured. Like, he have to have a, a regular voice. Maybe he could still be clumsy. But I just feel mm. like it wouldn't work. It's Family Matters. Okay, so tell me how did Family Matters end. Ooh. It's going to hurt your feelings. First of all, we got a new Harriet. So we lost Judy. Yes. She never came back downstairs. Never came back downstairs. Aunt Rachel left. And we got a new Harriet? The the last, like, six episodes of Family Matters, there's a new Harriet. The old Harriet left the show. And we got a new Harriet. You know who the new Harriet is? Who? Gina Payne's mama. From Martin. <laughs> so Gina She can't be Harriet. Gina's mama is Harriet Winslow on the last few episodes of Family Matters. Hmm. Yes. So that was already awkward enough as what it was. It just wasn't and then Steve and Laura, of course, they started dating. And then um both Stefan and Steve ended up proposing to Laura. And then Laura chose Steve. Okay. Myra went crazy. She was trying to mess them up, but it didn't work. So Steve and Laura were together. The last two episodes of Fire Matters, 
Steve Urkel gets the opportunity to go out of space. He goes out of space. He's possibly going to be stuck in space because something happens with the engines. The Both of the guys get knocked out. The astronauts get knocked out. And so he has to figure out a way to get back home. And everybody's watching this on the show. I mean, on the news. Okay. I can vaguely remember that part. And Laura's sitting there like, please come home, Steve. Please. And then Steve eventually comes home. Oh, he did make it home. He made it home. And then they kiss. I love you, Laura Lee. And then that was the end of that. That was the last episode. We didn't get no wedding. Um, Nothing. That was uh, it. So, Final Matters last season was kind of womp womp. Like, I feel like... They deserve they deserve better than that, but we're not gonna get it a better because again I don't I don't see Jaleel White ever putting on suspenders. Well, no, the last season he stopped wearing suspenders. He stopped, he wore a belt, but I don't see Jaleel White ever putting those glasses on again and saying "Hang on." I don't ever see that happening again. <laughs> so he grew up and his voice changed, but that's what I'm saying. I I mean we could still be geeky. We can go that route, but I just don't know how funny that would be. Be like Big Bang Theory then. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Um. Let's see. Uh, we're about to wrap up in a few, but what other? I think what other shows that we would. I just got into Blackish. I'm on season two. Okay. I was just talking about my friend I used to work with. Um. We were talking about that show. I was telling her, "Do you watch Grownish?" Um. I have not started watching Grownish because I ain't finished Blackish. Oh, you can watch Grownish. You don't have to watch Blackish. I can. Yeah. Okay. This, is, this is Zoe in college. I saw a few episodes of it. Yeah, so I'm, I feel like you can watch Grownish. I, I like Grownish better than Blackish to me. Because Grownish, to me, Blackish, uh, it was, I, I like the show. I still watch it. But Dre is starting to get on my nerves. It's just like he's just mm-hmm. always complaining about something. Complaining something. throughout the season. It's just something, <laughs> but it's always something. It's just like, you're never happy. Mm. Like, And then also, too, it's like everything is like a, always a black and white issue. It is. I have noticed that. And I'm just like, everything is not about race all the time. I get it. I do get that race is a big component of things. But there's certain things he'd be bringing up. I'm just like, Dre, come on. You're reaching. You, you want you want that to be an issue. Yeah. But my favorite character is Junior. He's always been Junior. Junior's hilarious to me. Junior is funny. I like Junior. Is, is funny. The twins funny too. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the twins, the young lady that plays the daughter, you know, she has a movie coming out, Little. Yeah. She's the youngest African American producer. Yeah, she's 14. She's 14 years old. Congratulations to her. That's big. That's black girl magic. That's mm-hmm. black people magic. That's melanin power. All that stuff. We are black history. We are. That's what I be telling people. We are black history for sure. Um,. We're going to go ahead and close things out. Um, also, guys, real quick, before we close things out, I want you guys to listen to this promo um, of the oath. I told you guys we're going to let you guys hear it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. But if you guys uh, listen to the listen to the promo, if you guys want to donate to the GoFundMe for it, you can go to GoFundMe.com slash the dash. Is it that? No, underscore is the bottom thing. So it's dash. The dash oath dash the dash film. Slide dashes. I'ma change it later. But the link will be on the on the on the SoundCloud page. Um but I want you guys to definitely check it out. Um it's a it's gonna be a powerful story. Um and basically how we can be an effective change in our community. So um, you know, use your gifts and talents to definitely be that change that you wanna see. So that's what we're doing with the oath and I'm really excited to present this thing to you guys. So Definitely, please check it out. Um, 
again, uh, Bria, you got anything coming up? Anything happening? Well, how can people watch your uh, makeup tutorials? The Bria Nicole on Instagram. Okay. Yep, you can find me, and that'll lead you to my blog and everything. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, also, too, guys, um, make sure you guys pick up your copies of VPN Mag. Um, we still have a few copies left. You can go to the VPNTV.com to pick up those copies of the magazine if you want them. Um, also, check out the shows. Go to YouTube.com slash Production. Subscribe. Please subscribe. We need, we're trying to build our subscribers up, so please do that. Check out the shows. We have um, a new chapter of My Best Friend coming out. Bria's guest starring. Yeah. So we have a new chapter starting um, next month. Monday. Next week, next Monday. I'm I'm editing right now as we speak. <laughs> so I just I just finished the opening theme song. So I gotta work on the episodes now. So um, I'm excited about that. It's gonna be a good chapter. Um, so y'all tune in. You can watch that on our YouTube page. Also, it's gonna be on our Victory Productions Facebook page and on our uh, Instagram. It'll be my best friend has his own Instagram page. So it's at my best friend series what's up yes um and you can also still check out peace be still um that's happening um we just still we just got the first episode out on youtube but if you just want if you want to see the whole season go to vimeo.com slash on demand slash bond uh not bondage slash peace be still that's what happens you got 12 <laughs> shows be mixing stuff up um so y'all go check out peace be still you know what? I was having a I was having a hard time with the watch party yesterday. Why? I, was, uh, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just trying. To, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it together, but I realized I had the video on private, oh. and that's why people come watch it because I kept getting messages. I can't see it. Well, I can see it. So I don't know what's going on with your computer. <laughs> and then I realized that oh, it is. You still have it on private. So when I put, I did a third watch party. So I did three watch parties in one day. And then I finally realized it was on private. I was like, okay, yeah, that's it. Okay, well, now we know. Now we know. So don't have your videos on private if you want to do watch parties. Um, what else is going on? I just feel like I'll be missing stuff. But I think about it after we finish recording. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I should have said that. You know, me and my friends, we were going home and we are going to watch Brotherhood starting from season three. Yes, because Bria will be, uh, she just signed on to be a part of Brotherhood season three. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, so please check out Brotherhood. Um, we're filming season three right now. I'm filming that while in conjunction with this movie. I don't know why I decided to do that. Oh man, I'm telling you. Um, but again, thank y'all so much for listening. Fire and nice, appreciate you guys. Round here radio, uh, 520 radio, power 104. We thank y'all so much on our SoundCloud page. Appreciate y'all. If you ever want to um comment anything we talked about, hit me up, hit main up. Shoot them an email. We love to hear what you have to say. Um, Bria, of course, want to bring you back, obviously, because just a great conversationalist. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me on here. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Maine as he's doing his thing in Columbia. Um, keep doing your thing, big dog. And again, we're gonna have you guys listen to this oath, listen to the oath promo. After that, we're gonna have you listen to great music. And until next week, that's it. That's fire and ice and hell. Y'all bless me, y'all. Peace. New developments in two high-profile racially charged police shootings. Witnesses believed police had killed the wrong person when they shot a black man at an Alabama shopping mall on Thanksgiving. Young black man continued to be shot, fatally shot by police in the United States. And a second case. The Oath is a, a great narrative uh, told by award-winning writer Carlton T. Clay. 
Well, it was important for me to write the oath because at the time we was dealing with a lot of uh, black men and women and young boys um, being killed at the hands of police officers. And I didn't know what to do. It was, I felt like I needed to do something, but I didn't know what. What attracted me to the film, The Oath, was the story. And the realness of the film, the realness of the story. My initial attraction to this project was the script. Why am I interested in this project, The Oath? After reading the script, it blew me away. There are always different sides to the story. A lot of times we get so caught up in our own perspective and our own viewpoint that we, we don't see the other sides. But if everybody sees everybody's viewpoint, I think that we can come to a better conclusion how we can make this situation better. Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the habits is seek first to understand and then be understood. And I think the script in this movie will allow us to do that, to see perspectives from different points of view, depending on the characters, their situations, and what they're going through. And just the fact that it was about social injustice, and as a black woman, you know, I obviously care about social injustice, I've experienced social injustice, I've had friends who've experienced it, so um, that's what really made the project important to me. You know, before, it was, you know, the officer against the, the civilian and you didn't have the, uh, you know, technology of cell phones now. So they're recording this stuff and now it kind of brings it to a forefront and we can see it, you know, from a different perspective. I do think it's very different from any other film that's, you know, uh, been written. This project should definitely start a conversation throughout all the communities. There's been a lot of movies, shows about social justice, and they all need to be told. But what was interesting on this is that this one tells its story from a lot of different perspectives. The social activists, the police, the family, the church, the media, which I thought was brilliant because we don't cover all of that. We see that all these different organizations take an oath and we see how this inciting incident of this young African-American male being killed, how it challenges everybody's personal opinion and personal view on their oath that they take. And we get to go on the journey with these characters. We get to show, we get to see the struggle. We get to see the, the honest truth of the reactions. And it's just, it was a very, very honest perspective. And it, it allows us to start the conversation of understanding each other more and not just seeing the world from our lens. Something about you and I can't explain it 
Oh, where you saying? I bet they flock to you like Christ in the manger. Oh, Lord, praise him. Cause one thing's for sure, he made you amazing. I'm sensing some danger in how I'm feeling can fake.